Hey, you guys, it is your girl, Christ Led Diva. Hi, guys, it's Yvonne. And we want to welcome you and thank you for joining our Making It Last Forever Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. We are now, I know I said last time I wasn't going to announce yes, the episode number. I was waiting if you were going to see. I was not <laughs> going to say anything at all to see if you were going to say it. And you were just about to, I'm like, yep, there she goes. Oh, no, I will not say the episode number. Y'all know what episode number this is because you guys are following us on all your major streaming and podcast platforms. You are following us on Facebook. So you already know what episode this is. So yeah, we're going to try to get an Instagram up and going to you guys. You know, we have to um, surprise Christ Lady, but I just sprung it on you. We got to get Instagram. (laughs) Thanks. We gotta get an IG up too, um, because we I have uh, people who are not on Facebook who want to be a part of the chat, but you know they're only on Instagram. So we gotta figure out how to get that going. Yes, we need to put that on our to do list. And I know we've talked about even you know possibly branching off into YouTube and doing some live podcasts as well, video podcasts yeah. as well. So we have a lot of things on our to-do list audience. So keep us in prayer. We are we're receiving the feedback from you guys. We're hearing how much it's this podcast is blessing you guys. Uh, shout out to our listeners in the UK. I didn't tell you that, Yvonne. We have a nice uh, following of people in the UK that are listening to Yay, us according to our metrics. Yes. So shout out to those in the UK who are listening to us. Definitely grateful to have you along on this journey as we all as women are trying to make it last forever. You will hear us say, no, without going going crazy, because seriously, you'll hear us say, right, Yvonne, that we don't have all the answers. Now, we know some things because we've been through some things, but we don't know everything. We don't have all the answers. So we, too, as married women are trying to make it last forever. Right. Yes. And believe us, you guys, like, you know, there there's no perfect um, marriage. So we're all learning and growing at the same time. Our journeys might be different on how long we've been married, um, but we're all learning and growing. And as long as we're to continuing to move forward and progress and grow in our marriage, our marriages are going to be very fruitful. So um, let's continue to remember to keep Christ in the center of our marriage to when we get the hard times, you know, we lean on each other um, and, and pray our way through and yes. get to the other Amen. side of whenever we have those hard times. Um, it, it, it's a lot to stay together. Uh, one of the quotes my husband always says, it's like, it's easy, it's easy to leave. It's hard to stay together because it's easy to just pack up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but when things are worth That's the main for, reason I didn't want to get married. Was, <laughs> when I was done, I was like, all right, let me just get my stuff and go. I got to worry about no divorce papers, separating houses, selling houses. I could just leave. But he's yeah. right. Your husband's yeah. right. So that's what he said. It's hard to stay together. Not hard as in a bad thing. It's just, you know, you it's work. You know, you mm-hmm. can't put your marriage on idle, autopilot and coast through um, because that's when you have them dry bones. And then when you let that happen, you open up the door for the enemy to walk in and tap dance all over your marriage. So, oh, that's a good word. You know, Yvonne, actually really quick, I want to say uh, for those that were blessed by our Q&A session last week, 
um, thank you again for the feedback. We are going to do that again because yeah. I have heard the feedback from women who have heard the episode last week's episode and they were so blessed by the Q&A session. There's one woman in particular that I want to speak to. She know who she is if she's listening. Um, I've seen your question about your situation with your husband and the things that you guys are going through and just know that um, me, me and Yvonne, we're, we're praying for you. Um, Yvonne, I can share the details offline, but um, we're praying for you and God's going to see you through. Like Yvonne said, it's, it's easier to walk away, but it, it does take work to stay in the fight and, and fight for your marriage. Yeah. So if yeah. you, based on your, your last commentary, if you truly want your marriage to work, stay in the fight, continue to stay on your knees in prayer. And if God puts you two together, he's going to work it out. It's all going to work out. So definitely praying for you. If you're listening and you're, um, you're wondering if we're going to address your question on air, not today. Um, but just know we're, we're praying for you. You are in our prayers. Today, what we're going to talk about ladies. We also disclosed last week, (laughs) <laughs> Yvonne's nervous, y'all. We also disclosed last. We also disclosed last week that because we had a question come up, and I I spoke. I can't remember her name. I don't have the questions in front of me, but she asked if there was a difference between dating and courting, and I told her to come back this week because that's exactly what Yvonne and I are going to dissect for this week and possibly next week and maybe for the week after never know whatever the Holy Spirit calls us to do that's what we're going to do but yes we are going to talk about tonight ladies dating versus courting is there a difference and I told her yes I'm going to put it out there I told her (laughs) it is a difference hold on hold on so Yvonne and I had a side (laughs) conversation about this topic as we were brainstorming you know what our episodes are going to be about we were talking about this topic and we had a lengthy oh my Yvonne we were on the phone for what two hours it was like three and a half hours and I'm like you know what (laughs) We're supposed to hang up at two hours and 21 minutes and it turned into three hours and 30 minutes and we won't keep you guys that long. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Because we want you guys to come back and listen to us again. No, we are not going to do that. And which is why we're breaking down these episodes because the the, the conversation was very productive. So we weren't just like, sometimes we were but we weren't just like gallivanting and wasting time on the phone we were actually sharing our personal opinions and you know biblically you know back opinions about what we've seen as dating and what we've seen as courting and that's what I wanted to talk about today so Yvonne I'm really going to have you lead the discussion this week and then I'm going to hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put a piggyback on it, but I really want you to share with the audience a lot of what you shared with me because now I don't want your head to get all big when I tell you this, but after we hung up, I began to think about some of the things you said specifically in regard to dating and the difference between dating and courting. And I said, okay, I can really, I can see that. I don't know about 100% agree. No, I'm just kidding. But I can see, (laughs) I can see her perspective. I can see where she she's coming from because truthfully it makes sense that, that, that position makes sense as far as what dating is versus what's, 
what courting is. In so, my mind, other people might think dating is whatever, you know, however they feel. I don't know how they perceive it. Um, but in my mind, that's how I perceive dating before I go, decide to court someone. Oh, don't don't even do it. She's about to jump <laughs> right into it, y'all. Hey. Don't even do it. No, because you know I... We, because I, I want us to flow through this thing. I don't want our audience to move, miss anything because you have some real good nuggets to drop, girl. So I don't want them to miss anything. So I want to be clear before we move on to the next question. We're clear in your opinion, there is a difference between dating and courting. Yes. In There's- my opinion, the way that my mind deciphers dating and courting is two separate things. All right. So it, it's not sexual. I just want to put that out put that out there ladies i'm not talking about sexual so um yes am i how would you define dating then dating to me is so like we talked about on the phone if i'm a person who is pursuing marriage right um for me to decide who i'm going to then go into a courtship i have to then find the person who i want to go into courtship with which meaning is if i'm going to date you I'm going to date you not for long periods of time before I decide to, you know, figure, decide if this is going to work or not. Meaning, I think when you date to marry, you should not be dating for two years, in my opinion, to then turn around and do a courtship. Absolutely not. Because to me, courtship is exclusive. So if I'm dating you, me as dating you is like a, um, a prerequisite. (laughs) I don't want to put it like that. I was, like I, a, I look but, at it more like a screening process. Yeah, but so I'm not going to gonna give you like an interview type. Where your mama come from? You guys got diabetes in your family? None of that stuff. <laughs> but it's not like a job interview. It's just like we're getting to know each other. Um, we're doing casual dates, movies, dinner, things like that, talking. Um, I'm not considering you my boyfriend. I'm not considering you. Um, as my significant other, I'm getting to know you. And then we got to see, of course, where does our face line up? Um, and that's very important, you know, in relationships, because you see a lot of times, as we see in some of these uh, marriage uh, groups we're in, there's some who are unequally yoked per se, and then not, now they're asking questions, do I stay or do I go? Which I believe that these questions should have been asked in the beginning, because some of them were all, even though some of them were saved during the marriage, some of the ones that I'm seeing were saved even before marriage, but they got into this relationship anyway. And now they're like, well, he doesn't believe in God. Well, those are some of the questions you should have asked before you got into a relationship. And now you have all these issues now because he's drinking, doing drugs, and um, you don't know if you should stay or go. And now you have children and now it has recreated this whole other type of situation so those are the questions and things you should be uh asking and getting to know do you even believe in god what is your faith do you go to church you know the things that are important to you because i always say compatibility is important it's not just about chemistry is good but over time chemistry can fade and it turns into other things um and i think that's where deeper love comes from So you have to make sure that you're compatible. And if you're not compatible, when all that, uh, what do we call it, Tay? The uh, infatuation wears off, then what are you left with? 
So um, that's kind of where I see it. You're dating, you're getting to know each other, you're not exclusive. And then once you guys are on that same page and you figure like, okay, now we're on a page, the, we want to get married, we want to be exclusive, you know what I mean? This is leading to engagement, which then leads to marriage. That's when that shift turns from dating to courting, in my opinion. So let's, okay, so I heard you break down, you know, how you define dating. And I heard, yeah, and I heard you say a lot of, you know, we're kind of getting to know one another, Mm -hmm. things like that, not really presenting it like it's a job interview, but we're just really getting to know one another. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, I feel like you're saying we're kind of um, establishing somewhat of a friendship, right? Yeah, like a foundation or something. Yeah. But then, so how... I heard you touch a little bit on it, but if you could expound, how would you define courting then? Like, in your opinion, what is courting? In my opinion, courting is, okay, so let's say you've been dating this guy for two months and you guys really want to, you know, be serious and you, you, you know, could see yourself marrying and being with each other. So then that's to me when you turn exclusive to whereas, you know, we are not going to be talking to anybody else outside of each other. Um, We're going to start growing and kind of intertwining our lives because marriage is the goal, right? We're not talking about what secular dating is now um, because marriage is the goal. So now we're starting to intertwine our lives. We are starting to spend more intimate time together. Um, and like I said, this is non-sexual because this is a Christian podcast. We do believe like sex complicate things, even though, you know, I wish I would have waited. However, comma, we're going to move on. <laughs> but um, let's tell the audience, because we did touch on that, that we did not wait. But you guys, please take we, note. We were also not believers until the end of kind of our relationship, per se, before coming becoming wives. So, yeah. you know, I would when say, we, yeah, I, I would say, is that a fair bigger. statement to say? Yeah, that was that. That's a kind of with me. Um, I can't speak for you, but I know for me as a as teenagers, like we already we said before, like we didn't grow up in the church. We knew who Jesus was, but we really didn't have like a relationship foundation with Him. You know, we knew how to pray, things like that, but we didn't understand what walking with Christ meant. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And so. Um, even then when we became, well, for me, when I became sexual with my husband or even, you know, before, you know, my previous partners, there wasn't in my mindset of a dating slash courting. And this is why I'm able to speak from this point of view, because once I date started dating my husband and I'm like, okay, he is the one that I want everybody. I, I let everybody fall back. And I was very exclusive with my husband. And so, well, at that time, my boyfriend. And it led into, we knew marriage where uh, at some point in time um, we were going to get, because I remember he presented me with the engagement ring. Um, It was like Christmas of, Christmas of 98, I want to say. You know, we've been talking about marriage. So we were talking about marriage way before um, even though we didn't get married until 10 plus years later, but we knew that was the goal that we wanted to be to make our family whole, especially when we started to have a children. Um, but my walk with Christ didn't happen to uh, in between, like right before I became a wife. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's when, you know, when we got married and, you know, I really started taking my walk with Christ seriously and what it meant because I knew, um, I needed him in my life because of other things that I was going through. And because I think I, we knew about Christ as we were growing up, I, I had to learn how to really get to know him and build my own relationship to really understand what walking and being a Christian means. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of like my background. Yeah. And in one of the episodes, I really want us to dive in, obviously not this episode, but I really want us to dive into, you know, why it's important to wait. Yeah. Uh, I love how you stated that, you know, we, we always, we were raised to know Christ, but we didn't understand what that walk with Christ yeah. really looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, if I'm just transparent, I look yeah, at Christ like a get yeah. out of jail free card meaning that when I got myself in trouble I knew where to run but Mm. as soon as he got me out of trouble I was like all right see you next time um (laughs) you know that's how that's real though that's that's how yeah and that's that's how my relationship really was with Christ until like you said Yvonne there were some other uh, factors that happened in my Mm -hmm. life where I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And he had to reveal himself real to me, not just like a a Sunday morning, get out of jail Mm -hmm. free type of God, but all knowing all present, you know, all loving type of savior. And so it was as I continued to walk that journey with him that he revealed to me why a lot of the things that I was feeling and going through, Mm -hmm. which led me to him, I was feeling, you know what I mean? I had made some choices because I didn't understand how to rightfully care for my body, which is his mm. temple, temple, that excuse is, me. That is and so, so you know, once that I was able to get that teaching, when we talk about, you know, not waiting, not being, um, you know, abstinent until marriage, when I was able to get that teaching, I don't want to say it was too late, but by then, you know, I, I had three kids and, you know, things, you know, <laughs> situations happen, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But ultimately I knew that I had to make it right because to your point, Yvonne, I knew that this was a man that God had designed for me. So mm-hmm. what am I waiting for? I need to marry this man. I need to do it right in God's eyes. Not mm-hmm. so we could just have great sex all the time, but <laughs> no, so, yeah. so we can... Yeah, so we could be under the true covenant and blessing of yeah. God. So we'll talk about that waiting period and, and why it's so important to be abstinent, you know, obviously because God says so, but there's so much more to that. Yeah. We'll talk and about that in a learn, different podcast. But no, as we learn, though, then that's when we're teaching our kids see, because we weren't taught. So now we're teaching our kids and our kids are growing up totally different than what we grew up. Exactly. And, you know. This is no, you know, bashing, you know, anyone's parents or anything no, like that. That's not, not it at all. Because when you know better, you do better. Okay. And we have to remember that our parents, they had a past too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not perfect. We're not perfect even as parents. I know I'm not perfect. But along the way, though, to Yvonne's point, when you're walking with Christ, you can mm-hmm. look at the mistakes of the past, your yeah. your parents' mistakes, your mistakes, and you can yeah, begin to do things better so that our children don't have to go through the things that we went through. And I don't know where the Holy Spirit is leading, but one thing my bishop said on Sunday that stuck with me because it was a message for parents as kids were getting ready to go back to school. He said that the Lord knows as parents, we're not perfect, mm-hmm. but. He said, I want you to consider this. 
it's possible some of the things that you went through, you had to go through so your children don't have to go through it. And when he said that to me, that was so powerful. That was so profound for me because now that is my objective to ensure that my daughter doesn't have to go through what I went through. Amen. Ultimately, she's her own individual individual person. She's going to make her own choices. Choice. My sons are yeah. going to make their own uh, individual choices, but I'm going to lay the the groundwork and say, you know what? You don't have to go this way. I've been that way, and I can tell you what's over there. Try this yeah. way instead. Yeah. You know. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna that, uh, the Holy Spirit have your way, but we're gonna talk more about that on a different episode. But going yeah. back to this episode, so Yvonne, you broke down. The the defining of dating, you broke down the defining of courting. Yeah. When we initially had the conversation, I, you know, I really quickly want to share that I define dating as something different. And yes. I just want to share with the oh, audience what I define dating as. And I'll explain why. So I initially looked at dating as aimless, aimless interaction with a person of the opposite sex, meaning that there was, there is no real goal in mind when you're dating and audience before you guys take me to the, to the, to the, put me to the stake. The reason I feel this way, or I should say, I felt this way until Yvonne introduced her perspective on dating is because a lot of what I see out here with single ladies, both saved and unsaved is that they say they want a husband They say they want, you know, the man that God has designed and created for them. But when I see them dating and the, I guess, choices that they would pick in their pursuit, the two didn't align, right? So it's like, you're telling me that you want to own a Benz, but you picked a Toyota at the car dealership. Like that, I don't get what why is there that disconnect ladies you know so that's why I said you know for me dating is more aimless where I felt like courting was more focused meaning that when you're you know someone is entertaining you you're entertaining them you guys are spending time together as Yvonne said we're not sleeping together but we're getting to know one another you have now um, I've allocated some of my time to you because I'm trying to get to know you we're going into it, you and the, the other party, you're going into it with the same objective. I'm not, you know, going into this because I don't have anything else to do. I'm going into this courting or courtship with you because ultimately I'm looking for someone to spend the rest of my life with. I looked at courting as more defined, more goal oriented and dating more fruitless, not fruitful, fruitless but But i I love the way you broke that down yvonne where dating doesn't necessarily have to be aimless and it doesn't necessarily have to be fruitless it can still be focused but it's also just that surface level of getting to know the other party before deciding to be 100 committed or exclusive Exclusive. with that party and so piggybacking off what you said real quick when you said, you know, saved and unsaved, how they're dating basically without purpose, I think that's the problem. Um, I think more women should date with purpose because, in my opinion, if they do, they probably wouldn't be caught up with some of the mess that they're mm. in sometimes. Yes. Because when you're dating with purpose, you're, you're, you should already be peeping the red flags, you know, 
if you're looking for someone, because like we always say, they can say a Christian, they're a Christian, they go to church, but are they Sunday Christians? Are they just saying I'm a Christian because they mama a Christian? Like, are they really walking with the Lord? Are, are, are you they Christian really... by association or <laughs> yeah. are you Christian because yeah. you have a relationship with Christ and you walk yeah. with them every day? Yes. And, and I think that's some things, you know, if, if you, that's what you're looking for and you're looking for someone to be equally yoked with when you go into um, courting, yes, absolutely. You should see how they do their faith, um, their faith walk. You know what I mean? Can you see Christ? Because they said Christ, if Christ is in you, it should be seen in you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Are they blowing up at the waiter when their food ain't right? You know what I mean? Are they treating the janitor the same as they would do the CEO? Like, are, what, 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 what does that look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, pay attention, ladies. You should be dating with. Do purpose, they have a job, ladies? Because a man should lead his household. Hello. Yes, that's dating with purpose. Anybody who is thinking about marriage should be dating with purpose. And like my sissy said, you should not just be dating aimless, aimless, aim, aimlessly. <laughs> aimless. I guess that works. I made up a word two podcasts ago, so we can we can add that to the dictionary. <laughs> so, you know, you, if your goal is to be married, you know, then yes, you should be coming, you know, under a courtship after you, you know, dated this man and you guys are on the same page. And you understand what his goals is when he wants to be married. You know, if he's talking about building a house and what his family looks like, if this man is talking these type of things, you know, and of course they have this term I heard gaslighting or whatever. So, you know, make sure what he says, uh, he, he's walking the talk you know, that he's saying to you, you know. So let's, for the audience, the and for those that don't know, including me, what what's gaslighting? Can you look Gaslighting is basically telling you the things that you want to hear, but there's no truth behind it. That's how I oh, figured the definition is. So like, yeah, girl, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, we're going to do this. You know, I want my family to look like this, this, this. But in so that, he, that's you, what we called that back in the her. day. That That's selling dreams. <laughs> so you said... <laughs> So they, they call it gaslighting today. Okay, I, I'm with it. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you're telling her all these sweet notions, but then you're going to meet Tasha later. Like, Lady Pan, hmm. that's what I'm saying. Pay attention. Like, all the flags are always there. We miss it because we be all in our head. So, like I said, just, and we let our heart go pity pat. Just pay attention. You know what I mean? Because I always say the flags are there, but we miss them. Because they're red, but we see them as purple at the time. Until you really get pissed. I mean, mad. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> Until you get mad and you starting to see that the purple flags are turning to red. And now you're like, where they been? They've been there the whole time. So that's a real word right there. And ladies, we choose to be colorblind sometimes. Let's be honest. Yeah, like Yvonne just heart. said, <laughs> we see, you know, we see with the surface. We see with the mm -hmm. flesh. Like Yvonne just said, we see the charisma. We see the good look, the physique, the, all those things. But we're not seeing beyond the surface. Mm -hmm. And to what I just said, I mean. You, your women, we we say we want, you know, a Mercedes Benz, but we go to the dealership and we can qualify for a Mercedes Benz. And I'm just, you know, using this metaphorically, but we qualify for a Mercedes Benz, but instead we go pick up a 1994 Toyota that really has over a hundred thousand miles on it, isn't going to, you know, last us very long. 
Mm-hmm. And and why do we do that? Why do we settle? That's what I'm trying to say. Why do we settle when we mm-hmm. know that God has created us for so much more? And I think about the story of Ruth, the book of Ruth. And I think about the fact that, you know, for our Bible readers that are listening, if you know the story, you know that Ruth and uh, Naomi, Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law mm-hmm. and Ruth and Orpah, who was Orpah was Naomi's other daughter-in-law. They basically, Orpah and Ruth lost their husbands. And Naomi, their mother-in-law, also lost her husband. And so she told Ruth and Orpah to go back to your 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 homeland that basically don't, basically I'm cursed. Everybody yeah. that I love, I basically lost. Go, you're young, go start new families. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orpah was like, all right, deuces. I'll see you later. Good luck in life and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Ruth she decided to uh, stay. Mm-hmm. She decided to stay. And so her and Naomi, Ruth and Naomi, they went back to Naomi's homeland. And Ruth started working these fields behind the, the wheat threshers, uh, where she was going behind the, the, mm-hmm. the threshers and picking, and up, picking the, up the, the grains of the mm-hmm. wheat or whatnot. And... Um, the 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 guy who owned the field pretty much his name was Boaz he you know he noticed her and he told the threshers too that were threshing the wheat you know leave a little bit more behind because he seen what she was doing um and she was doing that to provide for her and her mother-in-law and so the the story is that basically Boaz caught uh you know Ruth caught his eye and uh subsequently uh they fell in love and they were married and, you know, her, 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 um, mother-in-law was, you know, she still seen her as Ruth still seen Naomi as her mother-in-law and she was given grandchildren and the Lord blessed both Naomi and Ruth. Yeah. And my, my, why am I sharing this story ladies? Because a lot of times we hear people say, I'm waiting for my Boaz. I'm waiting for my Boaz. But are you really waiting for your Boaz? If you're messing around with that Bozo, you know what I mean? And so Yvonne, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that leads into my next question, because you said with dating, you know, you're not really, you know, exclusive just yet, which again, I understand now uh, you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're playing the fields because no one's no, being you know, sexually field, intimate no. or anything like that, but you're just kind of seeing per se what's out there. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're seeing what's out there, where your interest lies, you know, getting to know one another at what time, if uh, first, let me ask you this question, Yvonne. When you're dating, is there a limit? Do you recommend a limit of the number of men that a woman should be seeing at the same time during the dating process? I think, okay, so I think if you're dating, because I know I said when we talked to you before, of like if I meet somebody at the gas station at the corner store or something, then, you know, since we're not exclusive, we're dating. However, I have changed that because I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't want my daughter to be dating two men at the same time. I thought about that. I had to put my daughter in that. Mm, That's so good. I was like, I don't want her to be dating two men at the same time. So I do say that it should be I would put a time like you know how some people like Joan had her three month rule <laughs> on girlfriends. Joan on girlfriends, guys. 
It's a sitcom <laughs> that was a very good sitcom. If you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. It's a great you know, sitcom. Joe had a three month rule before she decided like that person was going to have, you know, she was going to have sex with them just to see if it was going to make it to three months. You know what I mean? So I think it should be something like that, not to have but sex without, with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that clear up. We're not saying after three months have sex with anybody. We're no, still Christians. But she put that in place because if she wasn't going to be with someone more than three months, she wasn't giving herself to that person. Mm, that's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my thing is, it should be at least like, you know, three months if you guys are dating. And then I think any a woman anyway should know by a certain point, like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to see this dude anymore. You know, he's he, he got a little attitude problem. I've seen some things, you know, but I, I definitely think um, if you are moving into marriage, you should be putting yourself on some type of time of what, how long you're going to date. And only they should know that. Should, do I think dating should be a year? Absolutely not. Um, because what if you wasted a whole year and then now you're not courting and now you have to start all over. Dating should not be a year. You should not be, from, in my opinion, you should not be dating anyone for a whole year Decide before you decide, oh, we're going to have a courtship. That's just my opinion. Um, so audience let me she just threw a curveball at me and I'm gonna call it out right now so before I talk to Yvonne obviously you say you hear her say she's changed her position because before (laughs) before when I answered this question she's like no you can date multiple people at the same time so I had another follow-up question for her like all right I wish you explained how that doesn't complicate things yeah because I thought about that well Mm -hmm. for one I didn't want my daughter out there to not even worry about like a just a reputation, you know what I mean? But to hold herself to a certain caliber, uh, a caliber or whatever to, you know, when she's, you know, dating a man. I don't want her to be juggling, making herself look like a player with like two or three, you know, different men. And that's not a good look, in my opinion. Um, so that's why I had to, you know, go back and like, would I want my daughter to do that? Absolutely not. So that's why I changed that. Yeah. And so, okay. So when it comes to dating, you're saying that one, one person or one man um, should be uh, entertained at a time, meaning that you're getting to know them because yeah. because I feel like that was the difference between when you said the difference between dating and, and well, courting. still not exclusive because if I just because I'm not doing it as a woman now I might get some pushback but I'm not going to be sitting up here mad if he's talking to somebody else got it okay gotcha you know what I okay. mean we're not exclusive I'm not his girlfriend we're just getting to know each other now once okay. I feel like I'm feeling something and we have like a deep conversation which is communication you know what do you think about us going exclusive? Are you seeing anybody else right now? Are you thinking about, you know, being exclusive with her, you know, because I'm kind of feeling you at the moment or whatever. And then that's when, you know, once y'all have that conversation, y'all choose to be exclusive, then that's when that falls into that. But I think when you're dating like that, there needs to be like communication. We're grownups, you know, but also let me backtrack though, but this calls of you being a whole person too, though. Because mm. if you have issues, you should not be looking for dating for a husband, period. Mm, Until that's you're good. 100% whole and you're able to have these conversations and you know what you're looking for for a husband and you know how you want your life to be, then 
If you still have baggage that you're dealing with, you do not need to bring that baggage into a dating, into a courtship. Because what's going to happen is if you're not 100% whole while you're dating, you're going to have issues if he is talking to somebody else. And then jealousy kicks in. And then your insecurity is going to kick in. But you're not this man's girlfriend. So that's kind of where I got it. So, okay. So you just said a mouthful, but I follow you. I follow you, girl. So you're stating that for a woman, and I agree with this stance, to make sure that things don't become messy. Yeah. Because I was on this, the, I was standing on the side of, if you're going to be dating, I don't think as a woman, you should be dating multiple men at the same time, because especially when you're a grown woman. So I'm talking about, I'm talking to the grown women right now. When you're a grown woman, for one, you don't have time (laughs) to date multiple men. You know what I mean? Especially if you're dating with purpose, right? So you're not just out there, you know, trying to, you know, have a good time, one night stands, things like that. Right. Sorry, ladies like that. I ain't talking to you right now. I'm talking to the grown women that are looking to, you know, find a man that God created for them, right? So, mm-hmm. and, but in the midst of working a full-time job or have, being a mother or what have you. So in the midst of all of that, you're trying to find Mr. Right or at least position yourself so mm-hmm. Mr. Right can find you. Because the Bible says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. You know what I mean? So we're supposed to be found, ladies. We ain't supposed to be the one on the prowl. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we 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 don't do that. They find us. But in order to be found, though, to your point, Yvonne, we talked about this before. You have to make yourself dateable. You meaning that you have to, you know, put yourself out there to be found. Can't find you if you're just hiding in your house. (laughs) You know what I mean? They can't find you that way unless you go meet the pizza man. (laughs) Maybe you maybe (laughs) date him, but. But other than that, other than that, you got to get out and get yourself, you know, get yourself up and go out somewhere. Yeah. But so I like that you you stated that you know to to make things less complicated, ladies, just focus just on one man. Yeah. And then I also like that you said, Yvonne, that when you're dating with purpose, I love that so much, Yvonne, that you should have a time frame mm-hmm. in mind of when that dating should transition over to courtship. I love that, that you said that. has to be on the same page because you can't be thinking you going into a courtship and he ain't thinking the same thing. Right. And, and, and to get on that same page during that dating process, just having those casual conversations. Mm-hmm. I love that you said at the beginning, at the top of the hour, Yvonne, that a lot of issues in marriage could have been resolved if the conversations would have been had during the dating yeah. stage. I 1000% agree with that. So during that dating stage, having those conversations where in a sense, you're not grilling one another. But for me, it's been a long time since I've been out of the dating scene. So, you know, but I will say when I was in the dating scene, I was asking some pretty good questions. Like, how many baby mamas you got? You know what I mean? Like that stuff was important to me. You know that. You know what I mean? Okay, audience, I'm just <laughs> because I knew that I personally did Good not want it, yeah. that baby mama drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to have. You know, you talked about Yvonne. You know those insecurities and things like that. Maybe I did have some insecurities because of other that. relationships that I had been in where 
you're right, Yvonne. I had been there and done that. I had been there where the baby mama couldn't let go. And truthfully, he couldn't let go either. He was yeah. still, you know, sneaking around and, and being with her at the same time, trying to talk to me and playing those mind games. And so mm-hmm. next time, next date, I'm just like, hey, you know, let's just get it out there. You got any yeah, kids? You so know what I mean? How many yeah. kids and how many different women? Because that's yeah. letting me know right now, is this something I'm wanting to deal with? exactly and, let's get but, that stuff out there yep right but then also i love how you said yvonne that even though as a woman you're not dating multiple guys that you should not go oh, i love that you said this yvonne that you should not we as women we should not go into a dating situation putting unrealistic expectation on somebody we don't even know and they don't even know us and thinking that they're just going to be seeing us or just dating us Mm -hmm. if we haven't laid that 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 foundation foundation that it's exclusive and now we're courting i mean this is this conversation is so great and lastly i love that you said that when we do kind of have that mental timeline for how long we were going to date to let that person know and that's part of that like what our timeline is like you got three months to figure out if you won't marry me or not or we should you know yeah, we're gonna be serious not, about yeah. that not, not that but also yeah. you know more so like just being honest in that dating process again not saying that you got to tell the person i want to get married in like two yeah. years no that's, yeah that's for the courting mm-hmm. but in the dating process ask them it could be something as simple as have you ever been married or have what you are your ever- views on marriage, yes. I was about to say the same thing. What are your views on marriage? Because yeah, you know what are you, who you are. Yeah. And if they tell you that, yeah, I've been married, you know, a couple times and been divorced and, you know, really marriage, you know, it's I'm not really looking to be married. If it happens, it happens. But that's not a goal of mine right now. That's something you want to think about, ladies. Yeah. Not because you can't. How, what's that song? That's um, Tamar Braxton. No, that's not. This came Michelle. You can't change a man. That is the absolute truth. If that man is telling you that he doesn't see marriage in the cards for him because of whatever past he has, don't think because you five, six, thick in the thighs, light skin, big booty, long hair, can cook well, that you're going to change his mind. If that man does not want to be married because of whatever his issues are, he's not going to marry you. Yeah. Until if you force him into marriage, but if you force him into marriage, that marriage is not going to be what you what you want your marriage to look like. Because he's going to say, "I just did this because you wanted it. I didn't want it." And he's still. If you can force him into marriage, he's a wimp, and you probably shouldn't marry him anyway. Because if your house gets broken into, he's probably not going to protect you. (laughs) Well, no, you have some men that be like, "You wanted this. I didn't. I gave you what you want." Kind of how there's some men would be like. I didn't want children. You did. I gave you these kids. You raised these kids. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, no. There's uh, men no, out no. there that are like that. I've well, heard countless stories of men out there, and then they're cuffed to these men because now they even got married, and this bozo didn't want to get married. But that's what I'm saying when the conversation should have been had. When the man tells you something, like you just said, but ladies tend to push, push, push. He's like, all right, I'm going to give it to you, but it ain't going to be looking like what you want it to look like. And now you're sitting over here crying to your mama because you ain't seen him in two days and he's out in Vegas with his boys and this isn't the marriage that you want. Well, you pushed him into this marriage. Well, let me just say this. I don't know how many men are listening to this podcast, but (laughs) if there just happens to be a handful of men that listen to this podcast, (laughs) this message is for you, what I'm about to say (laughs) Oh my if God. a woman, 
can push you into anything, into marriage, into having a baby. You have, as I heard someone say the other day, a jelly spine. No man, no man or woman, but especially a man, should be pushed into doing anything that they don't want to do. Because at that point, you are less than a man, if you ask me. You are not a man. A man is someone that's going to be honest, even when it hurts to be honest. Mm -hmm. You are not going to lead a woman on, lead a woman astray, thinking that this is what you ultimately want, even if she pushed you into it. Mm -hmm. Because a woman, we could push, 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 and then, man, you finally give in, and we'll be like, I told you he wanted to marry me. No, (laughs) he didn't. You know, we have these fantasies in our head. You know what I mean? Don't do that, men. If you truly don't want to be with that woman, don't, 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 don't lead her on. Don't yeah. lead her into believing that she's going to have this whole family with you. And as mm-hmm. you said, Yvonne, I love how you just said this because truthfully, um, the woman that I said, you know, I was praying for her story is very similar to what you just described that she's dealing with, with her husband. And I don't know the backstory. I don't know if she pushes man into marriage. I don't know any of that. But I do know the things that you described about, you know, him not being home, him being gone with the boys all the time, things like Mm -hmm. that. That is something real that she is dealing with. Mm -hmm. And it makes me wonder when you just said that, what was the backstory? Yeah. Did this man want to be married? Did this man want to have a family? And sometimes men do sell dreams. Now, lady, I'm not going to beat up on us because there are men that do sell dreams and they want us to settle down, mm-hmm. but they don't want to settle down. Yeah. Meaning they want their cake and they want to eat it too. too. Yeah. They want that home life, that woman, yep. that, you know, that main, as they would call it back in the day when I was dating. They got the main, you got the side. Yeah. The side was the fun one. Just like the movie Goodfellas. They had their wives. All the wives did things together when they had the family. The and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what they did. It was the, the, the image of family. But then when they wanted the wild nightlife stuff, they had their side pieces. And so, ladies, when we talk about, oh, my God, we're almost at a, oh, Yvonne, this has been so good. It's but I know we got to get, yes. But this has been so good because when Yvonne talks about having those conversations during that dating stage, these real things that we're sharing on this uh, episode today, these are the type of conversations that we should be having before we even get into peep this, not marriage, but mm-hmm. courtship. courtship. We're still in the dating phase, right? Yeah. We're still, because if we're able to get all this stuff to come to the surface during the dating stage, mm-hmm. we know we, we ain't even going to make it three months. <laughs> After next week, we done. We really got That's what I'm saying. About. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly why I'm saying dating. Because at that point, this is when you, like you said, we were talking about. We're getting to know if I'm even willing to entertain this any longer. You know what I mean? Am I willing to entertain this any longer? Then, like I said, when we get ready to courtship, you know, that's when we're like, you know, we're blending the families and things like Mm -hmm. that. Not marrying, but, you know, we're starting to spend each other time. I'm meeting his mom. I'm meeting his sisters. I shouldn't be meeting your mom or your sisters while I'm two months in to dating. Absolutely not. Because then I'm looking like, what is happening here? Because, yeah, I don't even know if I like you right now. You know what I mean? And now I'm meeting the people. And I'm like, we're like, I'm like, well, what happened to old girl? Like, we broke up. Like, you know what I 
Well, that was short lived. Yeah, <laughs> and I like how my son did. Like I've only met two of my son's girlfriends because he's like, there's only certain people you bring home to mama, and that's it. One was in high school, and the one that he's with now. That's it. Everybody ain't supposed to meet your mama. You're not supposed to bring everybody that you're dating to your mama. Period. No. There's there's a there's levels to that thing. Absolutely. Yeah. There are levels to that thing. Um there should be held to a certain honor to where it's like, okay, this is my girl. This is who who eventually is gonna meet be my wife. So therefore it's an honor for her to meet my mama. My mama shouldn't be meeting every two months some certain type of chick. Like, you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be like that. It should not be like that. So I lady, was just thinking about Robin on Waiting to Excel when that dude showed up all greasy and sweaty <laughs> and that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was Y'all his name, Troy? Uh, my mama, yo mama. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yo mama. Like, no, I'm not going to meet your mama. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. We're not there at that point. Him. Yeah, at that point, to... she didn't even like him. Yeah. We're not she there. Was like, I uh-uh. think he's stealing from me, girl. She was like, "Bye, Robin." She, Whitney just hung up the phone up on her. Like, Bye, yes, Robin. And everybody needs girlfriends <laughs> like that. I love that movie. That movie will never get old to me. Waiting to excel. Add that to your list, ladies. Yeah. Waiting to excel and girlfriends. See, those are the. Yeah. Those but okay, so pivotal shows. Yeah, Yvonne. So I we really just just broke this dating thing down and there's still so much more that I wanted to talk about, but I know our time is winding up. So I'm just going to ask you, uh, when, how do I want to say this? So a woman is dating and we're not courting yet. And even if we were courting, this would not apply because again, just because we were in our sins before we got you know, truly saved. I say truly saved because sometimes I question if I was even really saved back then. But, um, you know, before we were truly saved and walking with Christ, just because we were in our sins, we will never condone that now because now that would be us, you know, speaking against the Bible. So ladies, you know, you can look at it any way you want to look at it. But the truth of the matter is, as Yvonne said, this is a Christian podcast. So we are speaking from a Christian perspective, straight Bible from Genesis to Revelations. And, uh, the Bible is clear on saying that, you know, the the act of sex is between is to be between a man and a woman. Again, mm-hmm. we're going to get more into why that is um, in a different episode, but that's just what the Bible says. So, Yvonne, my next question yeah, yeah, to we're you: not arguing against the Bible. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not because I ain't trying to lose my anointing and my blessing, girl. Mm-hmm. Forget that. But you know, and God's word is God's word. Period. But Yvonne, so when a woman is dating. Because especially let's just because we got to keep it real though so especially if you're a woman who like us right you mm-hmm. you you weren't walking with christ you you've been tapped you, you you've experienced sex um and now you but you're walking with christ and you're trying to do it christ's way you're trying to be abstinent and i get this question all the time in the women groups that i'm part of when you're dating how do you how do you refrain? Actually, I think we just answered a question last week about this. How do you refrain from um, crossing that line yet? You, how, I, maybe I should say it this way, Yvonne. When you're dating, <laughs> is there any type of intimacy that should be involved? And I'm not talking about sexual intercourse. I'm talking about just intimacy, kissing, I things like so. that during dating. 
I, I think kissing and stuff is okay as long as you but you have to realize when you do do those things you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position to lead it to mm. sex yes. you know what I mean um because things start happening <laughs> things start happening when you start kitschy, kissing and touching art is involved and things like that it can escalate real quickly and then you're sitting there laying in the bed like oh my lord please forgive me what did I just do and now you have all this guilt that you're dealing with because you gave into temptation um so and all kind of other emotional things that are tied to sexual soul ties it's soul ties and like Tay said we'll get into that because there is a spiritual thing that happens when sex is involved Uh, me and my sister talked about that a couple weeks ago um but um I say just be careful and be mindful you know be careful and be mindful um knowing that you know you are weak when it comes to you're not strong enough you know in your feelings uh, what I mean by your sexual feelings and things like that maybe abstain from you know kissing when you're alone you know what I mean um and I said it last week to whereas maybe like when you have like your your friends and stuff together and there's like game night or something and you guys are kissing and stuff then um date days maybe outside of the house when you're kissing holding hands of that nature instead of being in the house um just less intimate moments alone if you know you you're thinking that you're going to slip um before it gets too late ladies leave home or send him home if he's at your house send him home if you notice that it's getting late and it's getting dark don't play luther on the radio (laughs) just saying don't play luther no sex songs because that stuff happens too you know so just be wary uh, of your triggers um and your emotions um if you were a drinker, be careful of when you're, you're sipping on your wine and, you know, the vibes is right, you know, things tend to happen then. I think, you know, we have to be mindful um, when we're walking with the Lord, because I think that's what that walk, this walk is. You have to be mindful and knowing when it's time to tap out. And that's mm-hmm. when it's really in tune to the Holy Spirit to where he gives you, uh, what you say, 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 when you're dipped in, he will always give you an escape. So you need to listen. You just flew out the window <laughs> in your bra and panties, girl, because you was about to go there. And the Lord said, nope. And the window was open and you just jumped out. <laughs> and I was a naked woman that's running down the street. <laughs> just naked as a jaybird and just bra and panties on running down the street. But at least you got away. At least you got away. <laughs> You know what I mean? The door's closed. Look for a window. Um, he go in the bathroom and you're gone. Like, hey, I'll call you tomorrow. You know, things like that. But I think you really need to be mindful and take your walk seriously. And if he's abstaining too, I think, you know, if he, you don't want to let him slip either. So it's kind of like you're holding yourself accountable in a way. So that's just yeah and it's hard i'm not gonna it, say it is easy. it it's is hard said and done like you said especially if i've already had sex like, yeah and and this is to the women out here actually both those that have already had sex and those that are abstaining from sex until marriage shout out to you both because it is hard especially in mm-hmm. the society this 
over-sexual driven society Mm -hmm. that we're in today, I know it's hard. I know it's hard for young people, things like that. Young women, if you hear me, if you're, you know, you've been abstinent, you, you, you have your chastity, your celibacy, hold on to that as long as possible. Because once you give that away, it, you can't get that back. You, you absolutely can't get, get it back. And there's just, oh God, there's so much tied to just that. So those that are truly have been, you know, abstinent since they won, they still have the chastity, hold on to that. For women that, you know, have, you know, had, you know, uh, premarital sex, or even maybe you were married, had sex, and you're divorced, and now you're, you know, single or whatever. Um, once that itch has been <laughs> scratched, girl, I, I pray for you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because I understand. Yvonne understands. Because like Yvonne just said, you already know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Once the vibe is right, it's bound to go <laughs> I'm just saying it's bound to go down. And so, Yvonne, when I asked the question, you know, do you think that, you know, even just, you know, kissing should, you know, you know, is kissing, you know, allowed in dating? Would you recommend it or whatever? Um, My opinion would be, especially, especially if you've been tapped, my opinion would be wait at least until courting. Because for two reasons, one reason is a lot of what we talked about already, where you may begin to date this person and you eventually find out that this isn't going to go anywhere. You see in this person, it's just the dating phase. It isn't going to go anywhere. I don't need your slobbering all your hands all over me. You know what I mean? If I know that this isn't going to go anywhere, you know what I mean? So let's just not do that. <laughs> let's just, let's just not do that until I think it's we okay get to kissing. If, if you, again, ladies, ultimately like said, up to you, but for I me, okay. it's like when you've already been there, it's like, I don't, I don't need the, the extra stuff. You know what I mean? I, well, yeah, I, well no, I wouldn't we can do still it get intimately by ourselves. Like I said, if we're having like game night, things like that, but if we're alone, like I said, in apartments and things like that and it's night and things it's absolutely no I, like I said it's 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 a slippery slope to where you be will be jumping out the window yeah that that but then also like I was saying initially like what if you have those nights where after dinner you go back to his place or he comes back to your place and you have the, the wine and you're listening to just some mellow music and you know things do begin to get a little frisky but then it doesn't go anywhere. But then it's like um, you determine that the whole relationship or the whole dating or whatever, that's not really evolving into anything either. So you both mutually decide to call it a quits, even though that's not sex. And maybe again, it's just me because of, you know, the things I've been through in life. I... That's just another person that's had their hands on me. You know what I mean? That's just another person that, you know, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want my body's worth more than that. You know what I mean? Again, even if we're not crossing the line into sex, it's just, it's not worth it to me. If we're going to, if you're somebody I'm going to be serious about and we start courting, then yeah, you know, still you're playing with fire, you're bound to get burned. So I'm keeping that top of mind. But yeah, if I'm looking, if I'm getting serious about you. And then also, let's remember, when we're dating, ladies, 
um, if you're listening to our advice, and I hope you are, because I think there's some really good nuggets that we were dropping here. But if we're dating and we say that, okay, well, we're not, you know, going to um, date multiple guys, but we're not going to ask he that he be just exclusive. Like, if he's kissing on another woman, I don't want you kissing all over me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want that. You know what I mean? If I'm going to be allowing you to touch me, kiss me, things like that, like, I want us to at least be in the courting, the courting phase before we even get to that next level um, in our in our getting to know, quote unquote, one another. So, um, ladies, again, you you have to use wisdom and discernment and you're deciding. But How about this, ladies, just don't put your tongue in his mouth. Ugh. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because again, I don't know what you're doing with that other woman. You know what I mean? Just don't and, put your tongue in his mouth. Do the uh, the uh, the high school kissing. Just kiss on lips. Just and you know me, I don't even want people to touch me as it is without being intimate. So don't even kiss me on the cheek. Like I don't, I don't know. Oh. Maybe the kiss, the kiss on the cheek is okay. Maybe kiss my hand. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe kiss my hand. I don't know. But Yvonne, no, this is good. I am we are almost at oh we are already at an hour. So I want us to wrap this session up, but this is good. Ladies, please, if you enjoyed this episode, which I believe you did, please make sure you are back next week because we're gonna part two this thing and we're gonna touch a little bit more on the dating uh phase of our journey on our journey to making it last forever. We're going to talk a little bit more about the dating phase, but Yvonne, next week, we're going to jump into this courting thing. What does courting look like? And well, how do you... touch a lot on dating tonight. I think next week we should jump into courting. You I think, think we so? Did a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think we did a okay. lot on dating. You know, kind of abstaining from sex, you know, getting to know each other, things like that. I think they really need to hear the difference between like when we deep dive into courting, you know, and what that looks like. Um, okay. So, ladies, next week, join us. Father and things like, yeah. So, we need to jump into the courting. Let's we talk about the courting. People back on track with and doing things in a nice biblical way. Because the world, when, me and you said it to before, the world is just getting out of control. And we need to be doing stuff in decency and in order how the Lord Amen. Sees it. Amen. And I'm glad you said that because the thing I'm excited about when we start talking about the courting piece is if he proposes, is it okay to say no? Don't answer that question, Yvonne. I already know what you're going to say. But is it okay to say no? And when is it okay to say no? So I am is super excited. Is it okay exci- to have all your people there? Like, ladies, do you want the big thing or intimate? So, yeah, we got some things to talk about because I have oh my God. things to say. This is going to be great. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. So, ladies, thank you for joining us. Make sure you tune in next week for us to drop or so you can listen to our part two to this awesome episode of dating versus courting. Is there a difference? Yvonne, I'm going to give you the floor to go ahead and pray us out. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day of keeping us. Um, As we know, each day is a gift and, you know, we're not promised no more than where we are right now. So for that, we are thankful. Um, please uh, cover everyone that is listening to us on this podcast. Keep them safe. Keep their family and everybody under your protection because the yes, world Lord. that we see it now, Lord, is just it, it, it's getting dark and it's getting sad. And um, we know you didn't give us a spirit of fear. So we ask that you can c- continue to give us the confidence to walk this walk. 
Um, So as we say good night, Lord, we thank you for the fellowship and the conversation that we are having. Continue to give us the wisdom for next week so we can be able to speak your word over the women to to give them the confidence of knowing their worth and knowing, you know, that they are whole human beings that those who desire to be a wife would to expect um, dating versus courting. So, Lord, we ask that you keep us for another day. And until next week, we'll do this all over again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us for another episode of Making It Last Forever, Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. We've enjoyed the chat, and we will see you next time. Take care now. All right. Bye.